Welcome to College Prep Confidential, empowering your student with the elite tools they need to get accepted to their dream university. Discover test-taking blueprints from Ivy League professionals, financial aid secrets to get more money for school, and mindset tips for a better college future. Now, please welcome your host, Don Sevcik. Welcome back to episode 21 of the College Prep Confidential Podcast. This week, I'm excited to bring you this episode because we're going to install a thermostat in your mind. And it's all part of an episode entitled, Crush College Exams Using This 100 Million Year Old Trick. For over 100 million years, bees have achieved a miracle. Without air conditioning or heating, bees have kept hives on a single temperature setting, 95 degrees Fahrenheit. You see, when temperature rises above 95 degrees Fahrenheit, the bees start a cooling procedure. The bees fly in the hive with water on their wings and their belly. They spray the water around the hive and it evaporates, cooling the hive. And they also use their wings to fan heat out of the hive. And if it gets too cool, bees will buzz their wings around quickly and cover the hive exits, generating heat. Also, they can bring the temperature back to 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Why 95 degrees Fahrenheit, you ask? Because 95 degrees Fahrenheit provides the ideal temperature for honey production. Any hotter, and the honey starts to degrade and boil off. 95 degrees Fahrenheit gives you perfect raw honey, just as nature intended. The bees use water and fanning as a natural thermostat. Thermostats take the temperature and it adjusts as needed. Now, how does this all relate to you? This recalibration applies to many things in life. When you're striving for a goal, there is a recalibration process back and forth to reach an ideal level. Let's start with stress and relaxation. For stress, your body releases cortisol. Too much cortisol over too long of a time damages your body. And the counterpart for relaxation and happiness is oxytocin. Instead of fight or flight, it's tend and befriend. Now as your body moves between states, stress and relaxation, the levels in your body recalibrate to help you achieve balance. What about the delicate electrolyte balance in the body? Sodium and potassium. One counteracts the other. Get too much sodium, your blood pressure shoots up. Potassium counteracts this. Ah, but too much potassium can put you in a coma. You'll see a similar effect when you eat too much salt. The body pushes you to drink water. Just like the bees, electrolytes and stress, assessments offer the same balancing act. Evaluation tests and assessments help you take a temperature of your skills. Assessments will tell you what skills you're strong at, what skills you're average at, and what skills you're weak at. 
the evaluation then suggests adjustments to keep your progress on track. As you make the changes, you would take another evaluation, and the evaluation helps you recalibrate again. You repeat this process until you reach your optimal skills temperature, just like the bees in the hive. Assessments provide accountability. If the bees don't keep the hive steady, the honey is doomed. And if you do poorly on your exams, your future may be doomed for college. Now here's another advantage of assessments. Immediate feedback. Immediate is fresh in your mind. Immediate makes it more likely you will take action. This is why immediate feedback is the best kind in the world. When your electrolytes are out of balance, when you're overstressed, your body lets you know immediately. And when you make adjustments and recalibrate, you'll know if what you're doing is working. The same thing goes for assessments. And here's another almost accidental benefit of continued assessments. Anticipation. I'll share another story about bees regarding anticipation. Now, I just read about a fascinating science experiment. A pair of scientists waited by a beehive one day. And when the bees all flew out, the scientist picked the hive up and moved it 10% from its original position in one direction. Later in the day, the bees came back. They flew around, couldn't find the hive, flew around some more, and they eventually found the hive. Now the next day, the bees leave the hive again. The scientists pick the hive up, move it another 10% further in the same direction as they moved it yesterday. The bees came back, flew around, and eventually they found the hive again. Day three, the bees leave the hive as usual. The scientists walk over, pick the hive up, walk 10% of the distance in the same direction as the last two days. Ah, but surprise, this time the bees are waiting for them. And oh, are they mad. Scientists study this phenomenon and determine bees have a communication system. And if past events change and a few bees figure out what happened, the rest of the bees absorb the new information. It's kind of like test scores. As you improve, your ability to score higher goes up. Past results influence your future scores. You make the adjustment incrementally, and it all starts with the baseline test scores. If you take a test three to four times, you establish a baseline. You then change coordinates based on what you want to score next time. And just like the bees, with the right training, your brain anticipates and adjusts. The mind and your skill set are not linear, contrary to popular belief. You see, you have the ability to make exponential leaps with repeated practice. Assessments work like a doctor diagnosing and prescribing corrective action for a patient. Now, for corrective action, I like to use something called presuppositions. What are presuppositions? Presuppositions are implicit assumptions or beliefs taken as fact within a statement. To embrace corrective action, treat it as if there isn't failure. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, I use this presupposition. 
There is no failure. There's only feedback. Because each failure reveals something to you. And Thomas Edison said it best. I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Now think about it. If Thomas Edison gave up after the first attempt, we might still be living in the dark. Instead of asking, why is this happening to me? Instead, ask, what is this teaching me? Now, once you get your assessment back, ask yourself questions such as, how can I turn this around? What can I do to solve the problem right now? What improvements can I make? How can I adjust my approach? What other strategies could I use? What else could this mean? Who can I ask to help me? When you get an assessment score back, it's neither good nor bad. It's a number. It's just like the bee's beehive temperature. Your interpretation and emotional reaction to it is what makes it good or bad. Now think of it as an experience with a readout of numbers when it's over. And this is very important. Don't dwell on it. Remember, you are not your past. There's always room to improve. What constitutes a failure in assessments is just another spot on the map lighting up for your journey. Without your initial scores, you would have been in the dark about where to go next. The assessment turns the lights on and shows you where to go. As you do a few assessments, your mind and skills start to drift in the direction out of anticipation, just like the bees when the hive was picked up. Now, I did a study on the best test takers in the world and how they use assessments. And they use a trifecta system. And it goes like this. They bunch their assessment subjects into three categories. Category one is things they know and they understand quickly. Category two is things they know, but they move kind of slowly on. And category three is things they don't know. Now, after each assessment, these testing experts do two things. First, they study with the only goal of trying to move more items from category two to category one. So they take concepts they know, but they want to get faster on them. Faster on answering, faster on the memory, faster on the recall. And this is so they can answer faster with less cognitive effort. Now, after they do that, they go back and they try to move more items from category three, which is concepts they don't know, into category two, which is concepts they know, but they take some time with. Now, these experts take another assessment, they go back and they recalibrate their trifecta basket. The goal with each assessment as a minimum is to move more items up the chain from category three to category two and from category two to category one. Now, category two to category one is particularly helpful because these test takers gain more time on the exams and more time means less stress. Less stress means less freeze-ups on the exams. Evaluations let you adjust course based on your current performance. And if you struggle, you can return back to supporting subjects to brush up on your skills. If you excel, you can jump ahead and try to beat your last scores 
or finish the exam even faster. And it all starts with the right software. With the right program and the proper testing environment, you can move your scores up at will. To alter your future for exams, I want you to do something for me. I've put together an evaluation system for your ACT and SAT skills. Now, this system is guaranteed to increase your SAT scores 150 points and your ACT scores 3 points. It's designed by the expert test takers I just told you about. And it works with a calibration system to always keep you on course. To optimize your skills temperature, buzz over to this link, cpcshow.com. That's cpcshow.com. Oh, and I almost forgot. Here's another sweetener for this deal. How would you like to do all of this for just $1? Yes, $1 gets you started on this exam expert system for a seven-day trial. This platform was built and optimized by the top 5% exam takers in the world. Now you have two choices. Number one, you can go it alone and hope for the best. Or, option two, you could take the route expert test takers do. Work smarter, not harder, with a recalibration system just like the bees use in the hive. Now I want you to ask yourself, If you take the ACT and SAT exam and do just okay, would you be okay with that? If not, then go to cpcshow.com. Once again, that's cpcshow.com. Thank you for listening. That's all for this episode of College Prep Confidential. To discover how to give your student a better future by increasing financial aid, improving test scores, and reducing stress, visit our website at cpcshow.com. That's cpcshow.com.